Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Grace and his mercy on your life. What a mighty God we serve. What a wonderful God. Yes, Lord. What a great God we have. He's so good to us. Give thanks unto the Lord. For his good. Now unto the King eternal. And his mercy. Oh, the only wise God. And be all the glory. Be all the honor. Oh, yes, Lord. We are giving Give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy is endured forever. For his great it is by your message that we are not consumed. Oh, your faithfulness. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Every day for his provision, for the life that he has given we can only say, Thank you. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so is your love. So is your love. So is your love. So is your love. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We lift up your name, O God. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. We yes, thank you, glory. you for all your goodness. We give you glory, thank Lord. You, Lord. Mm. 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 It is only your mercy, only your mercies that has kept us and brought us together in your house. And we stand together to say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you Lord. We lift our voice again and we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your voice and say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your voice and say thank you, Lord. Lift your voice and say thank you, Lord. But to that if it had not been the Lord on your side, where would you have been at this time? We can continually be in my mouth. We will thank you. Thank you means that we acknowledge that what we have and where we are. We will it's thank only you. the grace of God and it's only the mercy of God. We give you all the praise and we give you all the honor. Holy Spirit, minister to us. Touch somebody this morning. Yes, Lord. Touch somebody this morning. Touch Minister to somebody this yes, morning. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Heal somebody this yes, morning. Yes, Lord. Please solve somebody's problem this yes, morning. Lord. Oh God. Yes, Lord. One that came into your presence is going away from this place with the touch of God yes, and with the help yes, of God yes, and with the power of God and will know that for certainty Jesus. I came here to meet God. Yes, Lord. 
Let somebody meet you. Yes, Lord. And some, let somebody be affected. Jesus. Let no one go back the same, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For great grace. Thank you. And great mercy. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Wow. Please be seated. Psalm 35. Tell your neighbor sitting by you, welcome to church. Tell your neighbor you are looking so good this morning. I wonder, is it your birthday or something? Because you look so gorgeous. I'm surprised that you can be so nice. I've been seeing you around, but you look different today. Are you not surprised that your neighbor is looking so nice? Share. Yes, share more. Wow. Psalm 35, verse number 27. Very good. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Wow. How many are servants of God? If you are a servant of God, salute God like this. Whoosh! Servant of God. God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Another version says the well-being And I like that one also because when we use the word prosperity, your mind immediately moves to your bank account. But bank account is only a part of the blessing of prosperity. So don't let prosperity be just money. I'm not saying money is not important. Have I said so? So why are you angry? You don't have money in your account. God is going to fill your account with some new monies. Obafi surprise me careful. Yes. But he said um Is it NIV? The Lord be exalted who delights in the well-being of his servant. After all, you cannot boast of well-being when you are suffering from the disease of pocketitis. Do you know that disease called pocketitis? Like something has caught your pocket. And it's causing problem. Your, your sickness is from your pockets. You have headache. You are short-tempered. Thank you very much. And you have even marital problems. Hey! Because the wives, when there's no money, they are feeling demeanor answers to questions 
<laughs> Even the way they relate to children. <laughs> they will shout on their children because the man hasn't brought money to the house. Pocketitis. So if you don't have money, you are suffering from pocketitis. So the well-being, you don't have complete, total well-being. But God is happy. Who has the Lord who is exalted and delight in the well-being. To delight in something is that you are happy with it. Is that not so? You, you, you have the King James says that it has pleasure. Yeah. Now listen. As we serve God and as we work for God, God delights in your prosperity. God is not against your prosperity. That you are well, you are not sick. Because if you are sick, is it prosperity? No, it's not prosperity. You can have money, but you don't have the energy to eat. Very good. Prosperity means you hear good news. You'll be hearing good news. Whatever is bad news is not your portion in the name of Jesus. You can't go rejoicing in a certain way when there is bad news. There will be good news to you and there will be good news around you as well. Because sometimes you are okay. But around you, it's not okay. Have you been in a situation where the exam results were published and you passed nicely, but your good friend didn't pass? Have you been there? Or you are the one who didn't pass and your good friend passed, maybe. <laughs> you, no, no, no. You can't even be happy. Because there is a person you flow with, you celebrate with, and everything. And the person is sorrowing for not passing the very exam that... Then you go and buy KFC and say, Charlie, let's eat to celebrate my passing of the exam. You are callous. So it's not only for you, but around you shall be good news. So good news... Is part of prosperity. Hmm. Prosperity means you have peace around you. Yeah. There's no peace in the world, but the servant of God will be peaceful in the midst of the storms. As for the storm, they don't stop. But there is peace in the storm. Do you remember the other day when the, uh, there was storm on the sea? 
And Jesus was with disciples in the boat. And then they were, I mean, they did everything to stabilize the boat. They couldn't and they were screaming, we are drowning, there's trouble and so on. And then they ran to look for Jesus. What was Jesus doing? He was praying, I think. He was calling on God, I think. What was Jesus doing? He was asleep. It takes peace to sleep in the midst of the storm. There may be storm all around you, but for you there will be peace. It will be peaceful enough and you'll be sleeping whilst people are running, running around, helter-skelter, don't know what to do. You'll be sleeping and they will wake you up and say, hey, that's what the disciples came to Jesus. Hey, Jesus, you don't know what's going on? Then Jesus said, what's it? What is it? Why do you disturb my sleep? They said, look out. Look at the storm. Ah, ye men of little faith. This little storm. Look. Storm. Stop. Wind. Be still. That's all. Then he went back to sleep. You will sleep when people say that sleep has been taken away from them. Yes. It's prosperity. With peace. Really, I've not read that one. NLT says what? Who delight in blessing his servant with peace. I'm a, I'm a, a good preacher. I mean, I'm a good preacher. But interpretation, not for Colette. Me too known. And yes, she. There sound the name. Me too known. Kakra. Say it again. Who delight in blessing his servant with peace? Yes, an exclamation mark. You have peace in your life. I said you have peace in your life. And I'm explaining peace to you. That once we live on this earth, do you see? That everything is correct around you. I don't know when. Unless the day you close your eyes. Yes. And you don't hear anything. No CNN. No Al Jazeera. No Ghana news that they are discussing a lot of different things. And every discussion takes us deeper. Yeah. It sinks out. No comment. But some people have air conditioners in their house. But because of electricity bill, they can't saw it. But when you have perfect peace, you sleep in total, not fresh air, air conditioning, freezing. 
and you don't think about electricity bill. That's a mortuary. <laughs> Freezing point. But you don't think of who is paying the bill and how much is the bill going. That's the place where you the type of peace, utopian peace you are thinking about. That's the only place you get it. But you are not going there anytime soon. God is happy with the prosperity of his children. He's happy that you have money in your pocket. He's happy that you have a good job. He's happy that your business is working. He's happy that things are working around you. He's happy that you have uh, food in your home. He's happy that you build a house and build another one and another one. God is not against it. God is happy and takes delight in the prosperity of his servant. Yes. And this morning I'm preaching to you about prosperity. Unless you don't like it. Wow. Are you still here? God is happy that you prosper. In other words, if you don't do well, God is not happy. Yes. Prosperity also has to do with passing your exams. Yes. Uh, If you fail exam, where is the prosperity in that one? Where is the peace? I failed a certain exam before. Not in school, outside school. And I was working in a place in this office. I, I, I mean, it's like my world, the whole world is coming for me. It's a normal, it's, it was normal to fail that exam though, but that was the first time I heard the word failure. When I get, I don't want to even go to the office. It's as if the whole building is on my head. I'm carrying it on my, the feeling was so bad. I couldn't understand, but I could imagine how people would do bad to themselves for failing exam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exam that maybe pass rate is like 5% or 7% or something like that. Or sometimes only one person will pass the whole exam. So people considered it normal to fail. I hear people who say, Yeko Feliaba. But before they write the exam, that's what they say, Yeko Feliaba. Because it's normal. But it wasn't normal for me because a near part of my own abundant joy. Yeah. I didn't have peace. There was no prosperity. But God gives you prosperity, said that everything that comes your way. Whether it's school exam, whether it's paper exam, or life's exam, you are passing it and you are prospering in it in Jesus' name. Life has a lot of exams. Life has a lot of, after you have passed the school exams and you are happy that you are done with exam, when you come into life, 
It has a lot of IAs. Yeah. Only you don't sit down and they tell you that uh, one hour answer this question. But you are always answering questions and pressing through to pass life's tests. And every time you pass, you move forward with it. There's promotion that comes every time you pass your exams. Are you still around? How many are not ready to prosper? You are not interested in it. Lift your hand and let me see. Hmm. Wow. Now. First Samuel chapter 12 and verse number 6. I'm showing you two important things today. What I'm just about to talk about is the source of your prosperity where it comes from. And then, the second thing I will talk about is how to place yourself in that path of prosperity. So, First Samuel 12, 6. And Samuel said unto the people, it is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. It is who? It is who? It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron. It is the Lord that will advance you. It is the Lord. Remember that there is no advancement in life without the Lord. If you are a Christian. If you are not a Christian, you can have other hopes and other things that you look up to. But if you are a Christian, your advancement is from the Lord. A Christian will look up to God and God will push you forward. God will spare you on. God will advance your life. God will give you better things in your life. God will bring that prosperity into your life. And I want you to enter into your heart and agree with the fact that it is God who will cause you to prosper. If you're a Christian, you cannot prosper without God. Yes, I'm telling you the truth. It is God. You want some more verses? I will give you. James 1, 16. James 1. Wow. 16. 
Do not err, my beloved brethren. Verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Do not err. Don't be deceived. Don't make a mistake. Don't be off course. So if you don't believe in the verse 17, the verse 16 said, you, you are off course already. And what is to be believed? Every good thing, every perfect gift, everything that brings prosperity, and whatever you call prosperity in your life or will advance your life, it comes from above. I said it comes from above. It comes from above. For who is above? It is God who is there. It is God who gives it to you. That's why the psalmist said that promotion cometh not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but from God who sits in the high places. He brings promotion to you. Everything that you can have and every good thing is from God. Don't say that, ah, well, I went to school and I did very well in school and I was very intelligent because of that. I got the best job. No, don't make a mistake. Do not err. Don't be off course. It is from God. It's not your intelligence. It's from God. Uh, well, me, my, my, my uncle is a minister, so he said anywhere I want to work, he can get it for me. And that's why I have the job I have. It's from God. Don't make a mistake, Christian. Whatever you have, it comes from God. And whatever good thing can come to you, on, unless it comes from God, you will never have it. Oh, yes. Unless God gives it to you, you cannot have it. So anything you have, it is important for you to acknowledge that this thing is from God. You have a good husband, it's from God. You have a good wife, the person is from God. God gave you that person. It's from God. Every good thing is from God. Every good gift is from God. Every perfect gift is from God. God gives you the ability to sing. It's from God. Don't mention who too much. Yeah, it is true that a lot of you can, people can't sing the way you sing. But that is not from you. How did you engineer it for yourself? Every good thing, every perfect gift that you can have, it comes from God. It's God who gives it to you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Oh, yes. And somebody just... Don't say that me, I don't have any good thing. Somebody is saying that I can hear. I don't have any good thing. That good thing you have, just say thank you to God for it right now. Whatever good thing you have, as you say there, say thank you to God. 
mention that very thing. You don't say, oh, God, thank you for every good thing. No, one thing, just one thing that is, is a gift from God. God has given you. You are saying thank you to God for it because you are acknowledging that this one, it is from the presence of God. It's God who gave it to you. If God didn't give it to you, you will not have it. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Mm. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is God who gives you the power to get wealth. Remember God. You know, in this very chapter, God was speaking to the people of Israel as they moved from the land of bondage into the promised land. And he was warning them that as you go and you settle down and you build houses and you are living in your houses and there is food, you are eating and you, 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 you are happy and everything. Remember God and don't forget God in your good times. Many people forget God when life is going well for them. Many people do. They don't remember God anymore. But he said, remember God because it is God. He said, I am the one who brought you from the land of bondage and slavery. And I've placed you where you are and given you all the good things that you have. Then when life is okay for you, you said, I don't have time for God anymore. I don't know God. I'm busy. I'm making money. I'm working. I'm doing things. I don't have time for God. That's the reason why a lot of so-called worthy people, they, they won't go to church now. Because everything is okay. Perhaps that's the reason. Of course, that is the reason why, I mean, in the West, the advanced countries, people don't go to church anymore because they are okay. I remember this... Um, uh, how do you call it? A pastor was sharing this with me, a Ghanaian pastor who went to England. And he said, um, somebody was in well. So he offered to pray for the person. And the person said, oh, don't worry about the prayer. I will see my GP tomorrow. GP is the doctor. It's like there's so much confidence in the system they have, and everything they have put in place, that also from Pino and we here, would they have bombed Mount Crawford now? We Ghana, Africa now. We are We need doctor. They need prayer. But me here, there, I'm going to see my doctor, and I'll be okay. Yeah. Yes. If you start thinking it to yourself, this message Bible, I did all this, verse 17, and all by myself, I'm rich. It's all mine. Think again. 
Yeah. Think again. You are not there yet, but you are getting there. Oh. One thing I make I know. Oh, you are not getting there. I thought somebody was getting to the rich. To the scripture we just read. If you just think that what? You. I did all by myself. I'm rich. It's all mine. And I'm saying you are not there yet. But you are getting there. Or you are there yet. Sorry. Or you are not getting there. Sorry. You are there yet. Oh, yes. God is raising up prosperous people. Literally rich people. Yes. Young people will rise up and God will make them rich in the kingdom. So as they are young and they are here, remember when it comes, don't say that lay. Me, I'm smarter than the rest of my friends. They were dancing without sense. I was dancing with a lot of sense. That's why I am where I am. No, that is not it. God is the one who makes greatness out of you. And God is able to change your circumstance suddenly. I was there yesterday. Somebody sent me a message. I want to share some good news with you. I have a what, scholarship to go to America to do master's and PhD. Hey, combined. Master's and PhD. I said, wow, suddenly life has changed for such a person. And you can trust us when we go. We won't come back now. <laughs> <laughs> it will come cry later. One day, hopefully. Yeah, it's like suddenly life is changed. Yes. And God is the one who brings this change in your life. Look, you can strive, you can fall, you can fight, you can do juju. If God doesn't give it to you, it will never come to you. That's what we are establishing that it is God. Remember the Lord thy God, for it is he which giveth thee the power to get wealth. It is he which giveth thee the power to get wealth. It is he which giveth thee the power to get wealth. May God give you the power. May God give you the power to get well and the power to be rich and the power to do well. In the name of Jesus, shout a big amen. Eh? So, I should give you another verse. I'll give you. Hosea 2 8. Kamato Katakaya. I believe it. 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 I believe that God is able to change your circumstance. And because you are a servant of God, God is changing 
your circumstance. Oh, I remember standing at Dansoma exhibition. Do you know Dansoma exhibition? Wow. Very good. That's where I was living. Matina Kromuda. And going to church, just started the church in Achimota Mile 7. And in the morning, waiting for some throat, throat that was not coming. And I said, oh God, what you are doing to me is not fair. God, it's not fair. I remember standing by the road and praying the prayer. I'm going to preach. I'm going to, is it that time the church was, we just started, I was there. Asha. I had to go and, of course, a few others were there, but you can't be sure of what is happening. I have to go and open the door and organize the place. Internet, a binum open door and organized place. Are you should allow me to enjoy small because I've done uh, sweeping the place. But what I'm saying is that, yeah, I'm talking about the trotro. So I, I was to go there, make sure the door is open, organize, and even go out and organize people and bring them into the church. So this thing we have been doing for some time. And the throttle wasn't coming. I said, God, people were driving their cars. I said, look at this guy wearing T-shirt and cap. Where is he going? <laughs> this person, all the people driving and passing me by. Who is going to preach? I am going to preach and I don't have a car. I said, God, it's not fair. So nice. God heard it. Yes, God heard it. And God decided to bless me with a car. I don't know how long after. I was driving a brand new car. Yes. By the time I started in the car to drive, it was only 40 kilometers on it. Me and I'm teaching Robert. I'm talking about how your life and your circumstance can change. And it comes from God. Because this, I didn't ask in it. I, didn't, I, just, I just put God to the thing that it's not fair. It's not a good thing. Don't do that to me, God. God will change your circumstance. For it is God who gives you the power to get well. Hosea 2 it. For she did not know that I gave her the corn. And wine and oil and multiplied her silver and gold. Wow! Which they prepared for bar. She didn't know. Maybe you don't know that the silver and gold, it is God who is giving it to you. I gave, I multiplied her silver and her gold. Then instead of bringing it to me, he organized a she. It's a, it's a she. Look at it. It's a she. 
she organized it and went to give it to Baal, a certain evil God. So if you forget God, you will do evil things. And let that slide me into the second part of my message. Should I slide? <laughs> when you forget God, now, um, when you forget God, you have forgotten God. And you, like the scripture said in the, the Deuteronomy 8.18, you attribute everything to yourself. It's my wisdom, it's my skill, it's my knowledge, it's my father, it's my mother, it's my uncle, it's my this and it's my that. You have forgotten about God, so you are attributing the goodness of God to other things that you shouldn't attribute to. If I give you money and you become rich, and then next time you stand there and say that, you know, me, I was well trained by my father, and uh, he took me to the best school in, where is it, Kolegono? Yes, in Kolegono, and uh, this, 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 then I built my house in Pukwasi. That's why I'm standing here as a rich man. And I'm standing by you as you are talking, saying that I am this, I am that, but I am the reason why you are what you are. Do you remember you didn't have a job? Do you remember what I did for you? Now you have forgotten. And you are saying somebody else. That's why you can organize the good things that God has given you and go and give to Baal. Should God be happy with you? Now, God will not be happy with you. Yeah. Which verse are we on? Verse 9. Therefore, will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof, and my wine in the season thereof, and will recover my wool and my flesh, given to cover her nakedness. So watch out. Acknowledge God. And you must be able to acknowledge God even in this time, and especially if you are in need, the time of your need. The greatest way of acknowledging God is by giving God your tithe. What does tithe mean? Tithe, I will read that scripture for you, don't worry. But it shows that you are acknowledging that what I am and what I have, God is the one who has given me. Even the life I live, it is from God. Therefore, I am coming to God and I'm saying thank you to God. For the gifts and for the good things that you have given me. That is your acknowledgement. Now, one reason why people don't give God the tithe is that they don't believe the word. All the scriptures that I have read plus more, you don't believe. If you believe the word and you believe in God's provision and everything that God is doing to make you what you are, you will know that whatever I am comes from the presence of God. But the reason why you don't acknowledge God is that you don't believe in the word, the word of God, that your prosperity, your well-being, 
the good thing you have, even the life you have, it comes from the presence of God. You don't believe it. It's unbelief. Are you still around? Hmm. First, second Corinthians. Chapter 8, verse 7. Chapter 8, verse 7. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, and in all diligence, and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. Let me read from NIV. But since you excel in everything, there's a dash, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Is a scripture there. See that you excel in this grace of giving. And I'm saying that giving is the master key to opening the door into your prosperity. It is the master key. And the Bible says that see that you excel. Yes, you are excelling in, 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 in faith. You are excelling in the work of God. You are a servant of God. You are excelling in the basenta work. You are excelling in singing for God. You are excelling in coming to church. You are excelling in working in the church, cleaning the church, and so on. But the word says that, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. And the greatest requirement of giving is surrendering your tithe unto the Lord. If you can't do that one, you are not a giver yet. If you are clapping, clap, although you don't give tithe. You are finding it difficult to clap because you don't tithe. Excel. Be excellent. That means don't do it anyhow. Be excellent in it. Excel in it. That's what the word is saying. And there is, there is, I mean, some evil people will talk evil about this. But what I'm saying is that what God has said to be done is the basic thing that must be done. It must be basic that this one, God says this. You see, if you are working for somebody, there are basic things that you have to do for the person. And then you add to the basic. But if you don't do the basic, and like, let's say, uh, what, 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 what work is it? You are what? You are a cashier. Collect and bank. And you want to do what? Yes. You have left. The people are there bringing money, and he said, oh, no. I have to make coffee for my boss. And you leave the people and then you are making coffee. Your boss likes coffee, I know. And he's always happy when you make coffee for him. But you are doing it even at the wrong time. 
So these are extra somethings. But the basic thing which is your work is that sit in this cage and receive the money that comes and put it in a safe place. That's basic. Then after that, you are going to organize his shoes for him or you are going to organize his desk for him and you are going to do it. But you cannot be organizing the desk when the basic work is not done. And that basic is your tithe. I'm teaching you. If you believe, you believe. If you don't believe, don't believe. It's not by fault. Yes. That basic thing. Remember your God. It is he who gives you the power to get wealth. It is God who does it. I said it is God. It is God who does it. Mm. Wow. Let me finish. Hebrews 3, 7. No, Hebrews 3, 12. Take heed, brethren. Let there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Take heed. Let There's an evil heart of unbelief. If you don't give to God, it is not just because you don't want to give or because you now you are a a stingy person or I mean everybody knows that that's how I am. No, 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 no. It is because you have an evil heart of unbelief. That's why it is difficult to give to God. Is somebody saying it is true? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Take heed. Lest there's an evil heart of unbelief. So the reason why you will not communicate with God in these things is unbelief. It is not because... You are this or your money is not enough or it didn't come on time or they didn't do this or you don't, uh, but you don't believe the word and you don't believe that it is God who makes you what you are and he will gives you what you have. You don't believe in it. You don't believe in it. Oh, yes. Look, people who believe, one time I was driving I was driving, it was Domi Market. Those days, when I was in that area of town. Now I hardly, and my window was down. Then this person driving a nice pickup, I mean, like that, opposite direction, okay. He, he also had his way. Then he shouted across from his car to me. Also for God bless you. I came to sow seed in your church and God has blessed me. I say, hey, who is this? <laughs> who is this? I couldn't even get the person or the car. No, I don't know who the person was. But he shouted across from his car, I came to sow seed in your church and God has blessed me. Yeah. 
this person is blessed and he's, he can see the source of the blessing. The source of the blessing. Later I met him. I met him. I met this person. I said, I'm the one who was speaking to you in the traffic. I said, hey, he builds houses. And he showed me. You see these houses that are here. I'm building and I'm going to sell them big. He said, since that time, I don't even know what it was that he sowed the seed. He said, since that time, I don't struggle to build. Yes, he's a commercial builder. Estate, whatever. I don't struggle to build. He said, I just build. And these three or four units that he was showing me, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing them and I'm going to sell them big. And he said, I'll bring some tight into the church, but I'm still waiting for that one that hasn't come. Oh, yes. Even in traffic, he will shout across, I am blessed because God blessed me as a result of sowing seed in your church that I am not a member of. It is unbelief. It is unbelief. Take heed, brethren, let there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief departing from the living God. Put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, heal me of unbelief. Let me finish with Deuteronomy. I think it's chapter 26. Bring it. And it shall be when thou art come in unto the land with the Lord thy God giveth thee for inheritance and possess it and dwelleth therein. I'm speaking about how God shows that the tithe, what the tithe is and how it is to be done. Verse 2, that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of thy land, that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall put it in a basket, and shall go unto the place where the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. So in our case, we put it in an envelope. Is that not so? Or a card. Is that not so? Ask your neighbor, do you have a tight card? He said what? He don't have. Oh. Beautiful, ain't it? <laughs> unbelief. May God heal you of unbelief. Every non-tither, the reason is unbelief. But it is God who will prosper you. It's the God who will prosper you. But look at it. Put it in there and bring it to the place where God has placed his name. That's where you belong. It's in the church. You don't take your tithe and give it to beggars on the road. That's not what the Bible says about tithe. There are people who say that I'd rather go and give it to some needy people and desire. Give extra money to the needy people. But the tithe, you take it to the place where God has placed his name. It is there. Yes. I know you love needy people. But that is the extra you are doing. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days and say unto him, I profess this day, change the version. 
change the version so that I can finish. Maybe put NIV. Let me read NIV. I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country which the Lord they take some of the verse. Continue, continue. Come on. And say to the priests uh, in the office at the time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. Quickly, the priest shall take the basket from your hand and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. This is the front of the altar. Maybe the priest doesn't receive because they will take a picture and put it on social media that the priest is collecting the tithe for himself. But the priest put bags here so that he will put it in and it will go where it has to go. You see the archers carrying it. Do they take it to my house? That's, what, how, that's how your mind has been working. Eh? <laughs> then you shall declare before the Lord your God. My father was a wandering Aramean and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. Come on. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. And then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, land flowing with milk and honey. And now... I bring the first fruit of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Beautiful. So as you are doing your tithe, is that nobody is siphoning something from you or trying to find a way of getting your money or something? It is your own prayer. So this person comes with a prayer. Remembering what God has done. The deliverance of God. The good things of God. Where I was and where God has brought me now. Or where I, I, I was or where I am. And what I believe of God to do. And out of all the things that you have given me in the land. Now I am bringing my tithe. And I'm coming to say that, Lord, I acknowledge that everything I am and what I have is from you and from your presence. Tell your neighbor, if you believe this, tell your neighbor, shout it to him. If you believe this one, you will never miss your tithing. If you believe this, you'll never miss it. That's what it is. So it's a prayer. When you come and stand here, we pray for you. But you to be praying in your heart as you stand there. That Lord, out of my difficulty, things are not very good though. It's very hard. But I'm bringing my tithe to you. And remember, as I force and try my faithfulness to you, remember me, God. And God will remember you. And God will bless you. God will remember you. And God will bless you. Stand on your feet. But I see... God rejoicing, taking pleasure in the prosperity 
and I'm showing you that the greatest key to prosperity is your faithfulness to God in your tithing. Lift your hands and ask God to forgive you. Oh Lord, forgive me for my oh, yes. unbelief. For my unbelief. You have, you have Oh, operated Lord, in unbelief. Me, you haven't me, given your me. best to him. Us, you oh haven't God. done it the best forgive way you us, should oh do God. it. You haven't communicated with God we have in giving to us. him. You have oh, been oh, very hard and everything. Oh yes. There's a, a testimony that is your testimony. But you haven't shared that testimony. You haven't possessed it yet because you have not given what you have to give to the Lord. Oh, somebody said to me, I think last week, he said, every every time there's an opportunity to give towards a project in the church, I I become happy because it's like I have an opportunity to be blessed. That is beyond the time. But pray that God will forgive you and God will have mercy on you. And pledge to God your faithfulness. Yes, I haven't done it well. But from this time, I'm doing it. I'm doing my best for God. And I'm giving my best for God. And I am not going to cut off the blessing. I'll walk in the blessing. I'll remember. Help me to remember the Lord, Lord. my God. Oh, yes, I remember Lord. the Lord, that my God. I remember the, the Lord, my God. I remember the oh, Lord, God. my God. May works follow Mama your faith in giving. In the name May works of giving follow your faith in the knowledge of the scriptures that you have. He said the reason why this is not done is that there is an evil spirit of unbelief that disturbs. But may you be delivered from that evil spirit from today. And faithfulness to your tithe and your giving. God has granted it to you in Jesus name. Shout a big amen. Amen. Now close your eyes. You are here today. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. And I'm praying a special prayer for you that Jesus will come into your heart. Your name will be written in the book of life. You will not go to hell. You will go to heaven. Lift up that right hand. Up high. Everywhere. To the back and everywhere. Deliver from hell and deliver from destruction. And let life be extended to these ones in the name of Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I believe in Jesus. He died for me and he rose from the dead. Say thank you, Lord, for receiving me. Amen. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory Prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry.